Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wild Chats, your home for everything animals. I am Ryan. That is Maria and Pepita. Pepita, <laughs> let's make sure that you think that that's Pepita. Oh, yeah, we got to get them straight. Okay, Maria's in the red and Pepita is in the collar. Just the collar. red. Very animated dog. Very animated. With the red name tag. So, yeah, she's... She's perfect today. So today we're gonna we're gonna have fun uh, covering some animals causing havoc in the world. So uh, Pepita is gonna be the exact opposite of that, and just the chilled out yoga, like relaxed. What's going on? Opposite of havoc. <laughs> well, when she was younger, she will cause so much havoc. It was ridiculous. Like she was truly, truly a, you know, um, an ambassador to her breed. Okay. Okay. So what's that? That brings up a good question then. So what is not Pepita? Well, maybe it is Pepita. I don't know. But of the animals that you've had in your homes through your lifetime, which one caused the most damage? Which one wreaked the most havoc in your household? There was a dog that my mom had and he would chew on the legs of the furniture. And my mom has antique furniture. So Ooh. all the legs of the fancy antique furniture were chewed up by by these dog. But it was your so mom's dog, the dog, not you. No, not mine. My my dog is perfect. Okay. No. All right. You know what? You, mentioned, you mentioned something to me once that I thought was a really good like philosophy as, of animals. Um, I don't know if you remember it, but we were talking about people getting pets for their kids. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. What What's your philosophy on that subject? If you are going to get a pet, make sure you get it for yourself because your child may or may not take care of it. So you want to make sure as a, as, a, as the adult to really know that you will be the one taking care of your kid's pet. So you may want to make sure you want it so that you actually enjoy taking care of it. Which was the practical explanation. The way you put it to me that was really short, concise, and really hit home for me was just get a dog because you want one or a pet because you want one. And if the kids happen to play with it, that's great. Because before we have kids, we want dogs and we want pets and we want them for ourselves. And I just thought those sometimes in life, it's those little mental shifts that make the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, that was impactful to me when you were like, yeah, somebody told me once that if you get an animal and you have kids, get it because you want the animal. Don't get an animal for the kids. I, I just thought that was Yeah, cool. you're going to have to be the one who has to walk it. And let's yeah. be honest. I mean, children has the best. They do have the best intention. But as a child, when I had my first dog, my mom was like, "We no, we used to live in an apartment. I had to go 20 floors down to walk the dog. And that wasn't going to happen after going to school the whole day and doing all the extracurricular activities. So that dog didn't last long. He ended up going to a farm and he did great. Okay, guys. So just so you know, in Colombia, there actually are farms. That's what they call vacation houses. The dog didn't go to a farm. You're <laughs> <laughs> still alive. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yes, yes. The animal is still alive. A farm. <laughs> My bunny did go to a farm. Yes, her, her mom did not tell her it's in a farm. No, it actually did. They that's where people keep their pets in Colombia. Yeah. Country houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a kid, my mom would always tell me, you know, take the dog for the walk and I'd sit on my skateboard and let him run, you know, like run me around the block and stuff. But 
when you're a kid, your interests change so quick and you have so many other things going on and you take up a sport. And so I just, I thought that was a great philosophy, but it's steering back to our, our animals causing, causing havoc theme. What's the most damage you've seen an animal cause just out in the world in person? Um, I've heard, I haven't seen stories of elephants uh, who, because of an ill doing, something that, what, did I mess up your... <laughs> you can tell by the look on my face. I, I don't know what you're going to talk about, but as soon as I said something about elephants, you were like... Okay. I assume you'd never seen an elephant, so I thought it was a safe question to ask you what's the most damage you've seen an animal cause in person. But since Maria has segued us perfectly into our first uh, <laughs> video. <laughs> in person, the worst thing that Pepita ever did is she chewed up, you saw her size. She yeah. chewed up the edges of um, the bathroom, of the frame of the bathroom door because she was oh, so yeah, upset. Yeah. Those are easily there. replaceable. That she is, got uh, so upset. She chewed it up. And then we put, I'm like, don't worry. These are my boyfriend's house. And he's like, don't worry. We'll just put some jalapeno sauce. She won't touch it again. Honey, okay. Well, the true nature of a Mexican dog came out and she chewed the door. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? Jalapeno sauce? It's even more attractive to me now. Yeah, let's do this, Valentina sauce. This is amazing. <laughs> well, Maria, Maria led us perfectly into this. And uh, and so we're just going to go for it. Yes, that's uh, like you were saying. Sometimes when animals have their uh, habitats encroached upon, uh, they start interacting with people in ways that they just never had before. And then you get, sometimes you, you get a little bit of havoc. Or sometimes animals are domesticated that they're having a bad day or have had enough or just aren't animals that you should have ever domesticated in the first place. And uh, this guy, this guy was having a bad day. I just so feel you, bad for the people on top of it. Oh. Well, they're riding him clearly. He's got the ceremonial like headdress on. So it must have been for some kind of procession or, or some event. Oh, I just want to on the people. Yeah, oh. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know what ticked him off. It could just be that that red car matched his headdress and he just didn't want any competition that day. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you, when you don't, don't, animals, especially elephants, they're so smart. They yes. are, have amazing memories. And if they're boys, they hit an age where they're, where they become very aggressive and it's just part of their, of their process. And that happens with, with like puberty on many animals, they become wild and that's really natural for them. That's why they, they go into their like bachelor groups and things like uh -huh. that. And I don't, I couldn't tell if it was a male or a female, but clearly that critter was having a bad day. But he, he also like singles out this. It's like, he just picks on the one. I don't know what those things are called. We don't have them anywhere I've ever lived, but it's like a they scooter. Like but it's got tug. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Truck wheels. Yeah, they have tuk-tuks in like parts of Asia that I've been in, but they're not really designed like that. But uh, yeah. That yeah. is destruction to its maximum. And you yeah. know the thing? That's not uncommon. 
No, it's. I mean, you can tell everybody's just kind of standing around watching it. No one's freaking out like it's something they've never seen before. And one last go. <laughs> I wonder why the yellow. It really took it against that. I wonder if the owner did something to that elephant. I don't know. That's what I mean. It, like that. It seemed like it was that color because the only the other stuff that got damaged was stuff that just happened to get caught in the crossfire. Um, but he definitely, uh, so you're thinking maybe somebody in that vehicle. So it's kind of like that, uh, the road rage in in LA where you cut someone off on the freeway and then they get all pissed off. Maybe the the tuck tuck just kind of, kind of nudged. I wouldn't be surprised because there have been many, many, many stories, not just Asian elephants like that elephant, but also African elephants who will go out of their way to, to ban- like vendetta towards someone. And there was a oh, story yeah. recently of a woman who passed away and she she took that female baby, that elephant's baby away. Uh, something happened. She took the baby away. And that elephant went to the uh, grave and dug her out. And it was just awful. Oh, yeah. I mean, I read a story once about a, a tiger and somebody, I think it was in India, I'm not sure exactly where, but somebody had killed its its friend or its mate. I'm not sure which one it was. But this tiger basically hunted down the people that did it and yeah. uh, got his revenge. I mean, you hear stories about, um, what was it? I think it's in Africa or somewhere where like gorillas or something, or they're really smart and they actually know how to like undo the traps that the hunters set. Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm, love it. So cool. I just, I'd like... There's so much, they're so much smarter and more emotional uh, than people realize. Like we, elephants have been known to like mourn the dead and you'll see videos of stuff like that. And like the capacity for empathy and caring in animals. I just don't think that people really realize how deep that they can be. I took a class in uh, animal evolution. Uh, my, my major is biology and I truly studied it out of pure pleasure. Um, and in one of the classes, they were talking about the animal behaving just for reproduction. And to me, it didn't fit that it will only be for reproduction. I understand you have to pass your genetic makeup onto mm-hmm. further, further generations so you could live forever. I understand that. But when you start seeing the interactions and and the way they mourn, just the elephants mourning, they go and visit their loved ones from generations prior. They go to the place where they rest. Uh, they do rituals. Crows do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Many animals do it. And it's just, you cannot in your right mind tell me with a straight face that animals have no feelings. Like to me, that just seems so absurd i mean if and i said this before but for some reason to me knowing that a cow has a best friend was one of the most shocking moments of realizations Mm -hmm. in my life because Mm -hmm. we see farm animals all the time true farmers will respect the animal in a way that will honor the animal yet you still have to eat it but you still do it in a way that is kosher and respected allow kosher any way that will respect the animal but it's just so beautiful to see how they, how they interact with one another, how interspecies, how the horses get depressed if they don't have a friend, and same mm-hmm. thing with elephants. Yeah, there's certain. Um, we did in a video that we did before. We were talking about the uh, the alpacas. How you can't you can't have a solitary alpaca. A lot of people have them for pets or or um, 
there was like a there was a credit or something at one point in the United States where like the the wool and the fur and stuff. So a lot of people were starting alpaca farms, but you can't keep them alone. They don't. They just they're don't. pack animals. They're yeah. pack animals. They're herds. Exactly, and they'll take a human as as kind of part of that pack. But then again, like we were talking about when your kids, you have to spend time with them. If it's just going to be one alpaca and you're their pack, you have to spend a lot of time with them. It can't be an animal you go visit a few times a week. Uh, Look at cheetahs at a zoo. I mean, cheetahs are in such endanger, such an endangered species that they will have cheetahs with dogs so they don't go get depressed. Yeah. Something yeah that's simple. That. I was watching a video yesterday. Uh -huh. I wish that I wish I could show it to you, but I don't have it saved. And it was a video about these lion playing with these two uh, tiny, tiny, tiny dash hounds, dash okay. uh, the sausage dash dogs. Ends, yeah, yeah, wiener dogs. God, it was so adorable because they look like snack sizes, and uh -huh. then this big male lion, and I'm like, oh, this is, and the puppy's just upside down, just like, can you play with me? <laughs> like, this yeah, go like more. this. <laughs> Oops, hot dog. <laughs> oh, but yeah, when you, when like we were saying, once you, you get certain animals around humans, a they're not used to being that close to humans, so you get these interactions that that aren't ideal. But then sometimes you get the opposite, where these animals get so used to being around humans that they just kind of they just kind of take over. Oh. My gosh. I'm assuming this is in Lotbury, Thailand. I, I've been to an area where this exact thing happens. And these monkeys are so prevalent that they literally shut down businesses if they decide that that's the street they're hanging out on that day. Um, they just, they run in these massive packs. And what are they doing? They, are they hurting something? They're They're just fighting each other in the streets. And they just move as this massive pack like they own the, the city. And well, they do own the city. Well, they do own the city. <laughs> I mean, tourists, tourists come to see them. And because of that, it brings in income. So then they feed the animals and they want them there. Well, it got to a point where it had just gotten too far. There was so many animals and they were wrecking businesses and, and people were almost, they wanted to come because they heard about them. And then once they got there, um, and this was a little bit before my time. It hadn't quite gotten out of hand. But if you guys go to our uh, website, Wild Chats TV, um, was it wildchats.tv, um, the photo at the bottom, we each have a photo and a profile on the website. But the photo of me is actually me in Thailand. And I'm assuming it's the same city with a monkey on my arm, which was really cool. But that photo was taken right before two more jumped on top of me oh, God. and these monkeys, they literally just steal stuff off people. Like the one took my sunglasses and I'm trying to get them back from him. And then they get all upset. One bit me on the back of the arm. Cause it's some, I'm like, Oh, I've got three monkeys. This is fun. This is fun. This isn't fun anymore. And I'm trying to, I have no way of getting them off me. So I start kind of like dipping to uh -huh. try to see if I can kind of get mm -hmm. them to go. And then that, that did not make one of them happy who bit me on the back of my like tricep. Um, but I did manage to retain my sunglasses and, and I talked to somebody. I don't know if he kind of, I think they like sold sodas and stuff around the temple. So they were really aware of the animal's behavior. Of and the he said, thievery. Oh. Of the monkey thievery. Well, here's the fun part. He's like, go over to the temple. And in the temple was uh, 
you know, they kind of had steps up and little sections underneath, but they were gated off at that point because they didn't, you know, structurally, they didn't want people going in. And this temple was only 15 feet high. The spaces underneath were only like six, seven feet. There really wasn't anywhere to go anyway. Um, but the monkeys would climb in between the gate netting and you could look inside and there's literally watches, hats, sunglasses. Yeah. They've got their own treasure chest sitting underneath the temple and these little areas of all the stuff that they stole off the tourists. Unbelievable. <laughs> that actually reminds me of a story of my niece. She was in, I think it was Thailand also, and she okay. had her backpack and uh, one of the monkeys wanted to steal her backpack okay. and she had her passport there. She was traveling to oh, France no. and she had her backpack and she's struggling with the monkey. Mm -hmm. and the is, she was on a bridge and there was a big... Uh, drop yeah so if, if the monkey will have dropped her passport she will have not been able to get it anyway oh. she grabbed the pass she grabbed the bag the monkey ripped her hair off and um did one of this like snipped yeah. it ah. and then taught sorry what a little jerk <laughs> she had to ran into the um the forester the park ranger yeah, she the park ran into the park ranger, and the park ranger had to walk with her and a broom because the monkey <laughs> ran at her. I mean, the way my sister, my niece tells the story is way better, of course. But oh my gosh, I can just picture this whole situation. But I love the park ranger's like, I know how to handle this. This, this is common. This is common. Yeah, the dude had his his weapon of choice for cleaning and cleaning monkeys around. Oh, mm -hmm. fascinating. So we, we, we've had some content in the past where we've talked about uh, the, the drop bear in Australia. Do you want to oh. tell everybody what the drop bear is? Well, according to legend, a drop bear is actually a koala that is a carnivorous creature that will drop from a tree to eat you alive. And uh, they also have other scary creatures. But that was, uh, that was one of the best stories. And they will tell it to, uh, to uh, tourists. So that they mm -hmm. would be very scared every time they walked under trees. Now, did you know that California has its own drop bear? Are you serious? Well, kind of. <laughs> well. So in, in 2019, a, uh, a sheriff was driving down the road when all of a sudden a black bear lands on his car. Oh, he dropped. It dropped. The bear He's dropped. They don't know if the bear jumped from the cliff or he was actually in a tree over top and like, like fell out of the tree. But literally, not only did it fall in the car, it caused the car to drive to an embankment, roll over and actually catch fire. No, no, no. Seriously. No. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of dropping things, there are stories of cars of police officers telling stories of fish falling from birds that couldn't hold on to them. And uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Not as horrible as your story, but I just couldn't believe that. I was like, "What?" But That's since we're uh, since we're on some mythical mythical animals here, now this isn't the guy. We're going to tell the story of the minion cow after. Oh, but this, okay. Uh, the minion cow would be the ancestor to this guy, but I just always find this video so cool. And since basically, if you just think of like a version of what you're going to see, but like 
30 times bigger, you'll you'll have the lead-in visualization to the minion cow. Okay, let's minion cow. Ah. Look at this. I think it's an anaconda in the Amazon that, that he's swimming with. And yes, I, yes. I never I'm not a big snake person, but man, the size of these things and then just the concept of it swimming. <clears throat> and then you'll see the diver here. So you get the contrast of size. Like this thing is massive. Massive, massive. Minion cows is a mythological creature um, that is believed to be a titanoboa. And uh, they're gigantic. They're known as knocking bridges down. Like That's the havoc part I wanted to get into. So the, the myth and legend goes that be, they actually burrow underground. So they can swim. They're on top of ground. They burrow underground. So they would say that like if houses and stuff would fall down or like now bridges, you know, the myth has been developed over hundreds of years. So when they would say a bridge, it was probably a rope bridge or something, you know, not a substantial like concrete bridge like we would think of today. I don't know. I'm going to go with concrete. Evidence. But it could be concrete also, <laughs> but they would say that they would they would dig under the footings. And so they would blame any uh, sinkholes or pits or any collapses of houses and bridges uh, around the Amazon would get blamed on the minion cow, the uh, mythical Titana boa gigantic take this guy times 30. <laughs> <laughs> that is fascinating. Honestly, uh -huh. fascinating to see. Mm -hmm. And there, there are, um, there was a movie with uh, Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo now, but Jennifer Lopez at that time, I think it was in the nineties, Anaconda okay. movie. And it was basically the minion cow version of it. Okay. <laughs> now, now, um, would you imagine what's the smallest animal you can think of or situation where an animal could literally take over like an entire block? Like, a, you mean like a housing development? Like a city block. Like, there's me and like, you know, 20 houses down on one little row. And then I grew up in LA. Everything was in kind of a grid. So, um, so not apartments, but like an actual neighborhood where you've got like a block of houses on each side. Besides cockroaches and rats in, in Australia. Okay. Those are, those are some options. No, this is like take over. Like, I don't want to leave my house. I'm afraid. And you said it's small. No. Like how big of an animal? What's the smallest possible animal, I guess, is my question. Like if there's rats, I'm not afraid to leave my house. There might be a lot of them, but if there's a tiger, yeah, I'm probably not leaving my house. But he's, but what's like, like a, a bundle of bunnies probably isn't going to do it for me. I'm like, I'm not afraid a of a bundle of bunnies. A cat, I'm going to do it for you. I'm good, I'm good. Oh, crabs. Wow. Like I will not leave my house. I've, there are certain seasons where crabs cross the streets and they literally okay. take over. Okay. I will not leave my house for that. Okay. Or rats either. Okay. And Australia that's happens your, with the rats. And, that's uh, your fear of it. So there was a city. I don't know where it was. But basically there was an abandoned house. And in the abandoned house, raccoons started to congregate. Oh, God. And the trash house, pandas. for whatever, yes, the trash pandas were hanging out. And uh, we all know how disruptive trash pandas can be. Um, and they like Since to get evening. into, 
just about everything. Well, this abandoned house stayed abandoned for a while and they just kept multiplying and multiplying and multiplying to the point where there were so many of these things running up and down the street. They had their home base, but they basically took over the entire street. Um, they did an interview with somebody that lived on the street and he said when he wouldn't even have his grandkids come visit him anymore. He was afraid because they were starting to like attack people because it went from this is our place to stay warm to this is our range to this is our place. Get out people. <laughs> That's really scary. And uh -huh. they're very aggressive. Yes. Yes. Raccoons look adorable and some people keep them as pets. Uh, we've got some, we've got some fun stuff uh, in a future video that we're going to do of, of some panda or some uh, trash pandas hanging out as pets. Uh, these yep. were definitely not domesticated. <laughs> no, they're very dangerous. Not only that, but they're very smart. They're very strong. Yes. And yeah, they're no. Mm -mm. I the, will be more afraid of that than the crabs now. That's the thing that I think that's you've got a pack mentality. You've got high intelligence. You've got comfort with humans. It kind of boils everything that we've already talked about to this point together all rolled into one to cause havoc. When you get that pack mentality of the monkeys and you get that, that aggression and that yeah. comfort around people. Um, yeah. You get a little loose. Sometimes, you know, the humans do it too. The more comfortable you get, the more you can be yourself. And then the raccoons were really themselves. There was and actually so a story of, uh, of some uh, spiders in Brazil. Like they literally took over uh, some area. I don't remember where I read that, but it was, it was kind of scary. The whole area got with the spiders creating silk all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they decided to hitch rides inside of bananas to the United States to try to take over here also. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it does oh. happen with invasive species. Have A you seen that before? Some of the Brazilian Pardon? wandering spiders, like the most poisonous spiders on the planet have been found inside like banana bags. Because most yeah. of it comes from the Amazon and South America and then shipped to the United States. Um, yep. Fortunately, it was only one, so you don't get an invasive species issue uh, like you do with these same gigantic snakes we were just looking at that are now in Florida. But I don't uh, know if the anacondas are as much as the python. and the It is. You're right. You're mm -hmm. right. It was pet pythons that people had released, and then the pythons grew out of control. The Everglades is crowded with pythons and reticulated snakes the reticulated mm -hmm. uh, they're they're the largest species and they grow so big they have no predators and even an alligator or a crocodile is no match that's kind of scary yeah every you always see those battles and it's usually well it can be 50 50 i've seen both sides i've seen where the snake coils around and takes out the alligator but I've also seen one where like a snake ate the alligator, but the alligator didn't die because it has to be digested. And it literally like ripped out of the sides of the snake <laughs> because the snake literally bit off a little more than he could chew. Well, not chew disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. But it does, we actually, when we did our video about um, crocodiles, we talked a little bit about the, the snake crocodile or snake alligator fight and, it's kind of scary how animals actually Florida is very dangerous in my opinion. Something will want to eat you. Something is going to bite you. Something it's just, you just don't know. I mean, anything from ants who there actually are some ants called crazy ants that like to, they're attracted to electrical wire talking about havoc. 
So yeah. they're not just like crazy, like a little mentally imbalanced and, and no, no, not that kind they of They probably crazy. are, although, you know, <laughs> the colony, they're very smart critters. So I doubt is mentally imbalanced. As like, much oh, God, that's Fred. Fred. Stay away from Fred. Nobody hangs out with him. He's off. No, 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 Fred, you're over there. No, no. Get no, no, there. no, Fred, no. <laughs> Have you seen that video? This is another one that's in our future, but I just, I, I don't know if you've seen it. So there's like ants are very like, team oriented animals they work yeah. together really well i'm sorry i have to do this this it just fits perfectly what are we doing um well we were just we were talking about team oriented animals and then we were talking about uh some, some, casting, yeah we're talking about casting kinda... team oriented animals <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds um, really fun it's beautiful and then it's sad because you're like, wait, these are these are team oriented animals. Oh, tell it's me. Beautiful, but it's sad. Now yes. I, I now I have to see this situation. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what's beautiful yet sad besides here you go. Get, get ready to mist up and laugh a little bit here. Here we go. They're ants, they work together. They ants, they're good. That's Fred. Nobody ah! likes Fred. Bye, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you can see Fred's face. <laughs> like you can just <laughs> this is so sad. Oh my god, you all so horrible. Look That's what about me, guys. Oh, they're not coming back. <laughs> I'm actually heartbroken about this. <laughs> and there's the difference between the two of us, guys. I laugh and fight Jolly Maria always feels bad. <laughs> so, not always, but <laughs> I, I do find joy, but not on the misery. Oh, <laughs> it is just you can just feel like y'all forgot about me. Like you, I know because he's like he's paddling his little feet, and then all of a sudden he just stops. Like, oh, you just yeah, oh. kind of just drop. Like, and, and y'all, you guys. <laughs> oh, Fred, we're gonna call him Fred. That's his name now. Oh man, <laughs> that was very sad. But there are some ants that enslave other ants which was very surprising to me how animals can use like monkeys can use cats and dogs as pets but they also oh, okay. have them as guarding animals uh, especially dogs like they'll feed them but then they'll have them as guarding dogs okay and i thought you're talking about the zombie like the zombie ants where the like other critters come in and actually like are able to take over their brains and essentially like operate them like a zombie i thought you were going that yeah. way with it well yeah the acacia tree does that a tree does that the acacia acacia tree i can never pronounce that one yeah that's that's well i'm gonna go with acacia please correct me okay we have a lot of people don't you'll correct me yeah you? yeah we'll have some anyway, help pretty um, soon we'll start doing some live chats and then people yeah. can make fun of you for for your misspeaking <laughs> and your acacias and and me for <laughs> who knows what Hey, it's a fair, it's fair for all in, yeah. a, in a nice, polite, kind way. But yeah, the idea is to to have fun and enjoy. But the ants get their sweet nectar from the acacia tree, and then in in so in as a payment, basically, like here I lure you in. Their their system cannot process any other food, so they can only literally go to another acacia tree. Therefore, 
Gotcha. You're going from flower to flower. So uh -huh. manipulative, manipulative plants. So when we talk about animals causing havoc, we should also talk about plants causing havoc. True, true. For so at least more, the animals. Well, they get, so we, another plant animal combo is they've, they've got a lot of stories about like moose and birds and stuff that eat um, fruit that's fallen to the ground and it's been there for so long that it starts to ferment which means that it starts to have a bit of an alcohol content. So there's cities literally, like I've seen videos with like drunk moose that are like hung up on trees. They get like tangled up in a tree and can't get out because they're, they're just, they're so inebriated or birds that literally fall off their perches because they eat these fruit. And then because they're so small, they don't have the, you know, what is it, liver to, to, to filter out everything. And uh, so they just kind of get, uh, they get a little inebriated. A little uh, tipsy there. But I've seen yeah. it with squirrels in uh, when people leave their pumpkins out for Halloween. I, I've seen most of that happening with, with squirrels eating the, the fermented pumpkin. And it's just adorable and sad at the same time. They have no control. No, well, so, so here's a story about a squirrel. This guy did have control, though. He oh, decided no. to break in to a pub and uh, nobody knows how he got in but somehow he found his way over to the uh the beer taps no no yes no. yes beer taps <laughs> and uh he started to uh, partake a little bit and after he got a little bit tipsy <laughs> he caused 300 pounds worth of damage inside of this club and nobody knew who did it they thought like somebody came in at night so they were expecting when they reviewed the security tapes to like find yeah. a drunk patron or someone that broke in to have some free booze. And they see this squirrel like scurrying from somewhere that's off camera and gets up to the beer taps, opens them up and has a little bit of fun and then decides to rampage around a little bit inebriated. <laughs> How do you explain that to your insurance is the question. Like um, a, a squirrel broke in. You're right, sir. You're crazy. We Thank goodness for tapes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but did you hear the story about the penguins in a, in a sushi bar? It was a story of some penguins. I feel like this is a joke, a not a story. Bar. There was two penguins in a sushi bar. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so two penguins enter a sushi bar. <laughs> that was the story. All right, that's it? That's the whole sushi bar? <laughs> It just broke in. That's all I have to say about right, it. Right. That's the entire story. It's too painful. All right. So let's, let's make it better. Let's see. So if you're a sushi bar owner, what is the least likely animal you would want to see walking through the front door? Hmm. A seal. Can you imagine? A seal. Okay. A sea lion. Wobbling yeah, I was thinking sea lion. He's a little bigger. He's causing a little more damage. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. In fact, I, I saw a video of a sea lion at a, it was just a regular little tiny store and the guy was being so nice to try to kick him out. And that sea lion did not want to leave. That was his It's <laughs> like, mine, mine, mine. If he was a dog, he would have peed on it. Just be like, mine, mine, that's mine. That's also mine. Thank you for that. That's mine, mine, mine. mine. <laughs> like the seagulls in, uh, it was in Nemo. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of seagulls, those okay. creatures are nasty. Oh, yeah. Dude, they, 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 don't, 
that's another example of an animal that's just so used to humans. They just don't care anymore. They'll swoop down on the beach, take your food, take whatever. Like, uh, yeah, seagulls are. Oh, shiny keys. Let's take them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're verging on like pigeon status. I mean, they're, they're starting to be quite the, uh, the nuisance. I mean, I, I, I crows because crows are so smart. Yeah. Well, but you go to like, I, I've only been to a few places in Europe. That's still on my to do travel list is uh, most of Europe I'm saving um, for a little bit later because I want to get a place there and then just travel around by train. But like I hear in Italy in certain places, like the pigeon population is just so bad. You, you can't even go to certain places or enjoy some of the cafes outdoors just because there's so many pigeons and so much droppings that just the sheer number of them have caused a problem. Not that they're, particularly causing havoc in like general, like in specific instances outside of just pooping on people. <laughs> That's not havoc. Not only that, but the bacteria and they, they have so many parasites. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to uh, rescue a pigeon that had a GERD. It had an infected by probably a cat or whatever. Okay. So I took it, I took it home and uh, was giving it antibiotics and things like that. And, Oh, I know it was the critters that came out. Oh, mm. yeah, no, <laughs> don't, no, don't touch them. Just let yeah. them be. They'll survive. They'll, they'll survive. Yeah. You just don't want them to survive and multiply too much. That's, that's, uh, pigeons that's can cause havoc by sheer volume and, uh, yeah. and seagulls are right there with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you guys had a great time. I know we did and, and always do. Um, we will put some links down below for some uh, other fun animal facts and stuff and some of the other uh, videos that we are referencing for some nice bonus material. We'd love to get into everything that we'd love to get into, but these podcasts would end up like hours and hours long. <laughs> So uh, we hope to see you guys next time. Uh, if you get a chance, wherever you guys consume your podcasts, please go over there, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google, or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and uh, subscribe. Give us a good rating and write some comments. We love reading what you guys think about the channel. We're kind of in at the beginning of this a little bit. So all your suggestions and stuff, we love hearing. We love the responses that we've gotten so far. It seems like people are really enjoying the show. We're looking forward to having more of you guys join us. And then we're going to start doing some live streams and some of these fun questions that I get to ask Maria and get random answers. We'll get to uh, throw them out to everybody and see how fun and random we can get. With and read your food. random answers. <laughs> Even PG. Thank you. <laughs> Smallest animals that can take over a neighborhood. And then somebody's like minion cow. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, it will take the entire neighborhood. <laughs> oh, take over. You didn't mean collapse into a chasm. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, thank you guys specific. so much for joining okay. us and we will see you guys next time. Bye.